when I hear the phrase work-life balance, I can't help but go, ha, 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 ha. There is no such thing. <laughs> That's my honest opinion. That was Nandi Dlepu, who runs the creative agency Mamakashaka, creating arts, lifestyle, and cultural content. This is the Myth of Work-Life Balance, an exclusive Investec Ahead of the Curve podcast series. I'm your host, Aria Kelman. As kids, we're often told that life requires balance, an even balance between work and play. The age-old task of seeking an equilibrium and ensuring that work fits in with activities that enrich your quality of life. Is this concept even real? Is it possible to be well-rested, healthy, fit, friendly, and dependable? Is this balance possible all the time? Overall, does this work-life balance exist? Is it an outdated concept that worked 10, 20 years ago? Or have we been sold a lie? Over the next four-part series, we're going to spend some time with 13 dynamic, inspiring, and game-changing young professionals from South Africa and around the world. They will share their insights and opinions on the concept of work-life balance and how they find a way to make it work in their lifestyles. When speaking on the concept of work-life balance, many people's first problem is the language itself. The formulation implies that work is not a part of life, but rather something separate and is somehow going to get in the way of living a fulfilled existence. Mike Stopforth is an entrepreneur, writer, speaker, and the former CEO of the social media agency Cerebra. He feels that work and life are interconnected. I think the first thing to say about work-life balance uh, as a phrase is that it implies that work and life have to be polar opposite things, that, um, that they can't be integrated in some way, or that you know, it, it intimates that the one is something I want to do and the other is something that I don't want to do or things that I like and things that I don't like. Perhaps it does become problematic to view the two concepts of work and life as binary or opposites because it makes seeking balance even trickier in the always connected world that we live in today. Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon, argues work-life harmony. Ah, he says work-life harmony is a better phrase because balance tends to imply a strict trade-off. He believes happiness at work makes him happy at home and vice versa. And that kind of makes sense for many of us. Jonathan Kalin is the co-founder of Unsettled. Unsettled is an immersive co-working retreat program for creatives, entrepreneurs, and people in transition. As someone who facilitates downtime for professionals around the world, what's Jonathan's view on the concept of work-life balance? So to me, you know, work-life balance is, I think, the ability to turn off and unplug from work to reset and find new inspiration. But I actually think that sort of work-life balance is kind of a dated or even false concept. Um, you know, we live in this sort of hyper-connected age of possibility. Um, we're always on, right? We're always present. We're always being presented with new opportunities. We're always connected. So for me, uh, you know, I think work-life balance is, uh, is not as important as what I like to call work-life symmetry or work-life integration. So similar to Jeff Bezos, would trading or swapping the term work-life balance for another term, which is work-life integration, be another viewpoint? Mike, as we know, has been involved in the social media and technological space for a while during his time running Cerebra. Better than anyone, he knows that the separation between work and life is quickly disappearing in large part because of technology and this constantly being connected to work. Is balance an overrated goal or concept? 
so do I believe that balance is overrated? I, I wouldn't say that. I think balance is imperative. It's incredibly important. If, you, if you're a human being and you only do things that drain your energy, then you will not last. <laughs> you'll, you'll run out of energy. You'll run out of supplies and you'll burn out. Um, so I think balance is absolutely critical. And I think we need to think a little bit more about the combination of things that I don't always feel like doing or things that I need to do versus things that I want to do to reach an objective. It would seem that most people are hesitant to throw out the concept of work-life balance, but are rather open to adjusting the concept to the happening of today's technological, fast-paced, crazy environment. So how do we readjust this concept of work-life balance? Ariana Huffington, former workaholic and now preacher of the gospel of rest, recently told Tesla CEO Elon Musk that we all have limited energy and as such must allocate time wisely depending on priorities and circumstances. Let's chat to Maxine Gray. Maxine is a strategic project manager at Investec Wealth and Investment and she believes that inevitably some things must be neglected when more important matters demand our attention. The important thing for me is knowing that you might not have the same balance throughout the whole year. So I think for me, it's just about being cognizant that you have to plan your days and plan your outcomes and what you want to do. But you also have to be flexible to know that it's not a defined set way of doing it. That sometimes life happens. It's all about saying, don't fall off that track just because one week or two weeks you didn't get to achieve it. So it's all about being kind to yourself. It seems being kind to yourself is a big factor that most of us neglect when we're trying to achieve this mysterious level of balance in our lives. Ultimately, life happens and mostly things do not go according to plan. On the other hand, we have people who are winning at this balance game, such as Evernote CEO Chris O'Neill, who boasts about his balance. He wakes up early, works out, follows a daily to-do list, which he makes the night before, hikes with his kids and gardens. He makes it seem so easy. Sivuyile Madikana is a medical doctor, digital health innovator, and health advocate. Is it as easy as O'Neill makes it seem? What a work-life balance is defined as, um, and I learned this when I was doing the MBA, is that you're able to, to live your life fully at home with friends, family, you're able to relax, but also you're able to, to work really hard and you're, you're supposed to have this, this balance between the two that's supposed to make you happy make you happy feels like a simplistic way of putting it because essentially what is happiness it varies for different people for some it may be gaining new clients for others it may be seeing your dog running in the yard equating balance and happiness must be a case-by-case -case analysis so far it seems we emphasize daily balance as if it's possible for every day to be equally divided into neat slices no matter what is going on around us and in the lives of those we love the truth is that we don't all have the same conditions or ambitions, constraints or strengths, and not everyone thrives on balance. Photographer Anthony Beeler is someone who's immersed in the creative industry, which very often blurs the lines between work and play. Well, for me, a balance between work and life is, is a unicorn. Is some people work too much, some people don't work enough. Uh, some people, you know, spend too much time doing recreational activities instead of working, whatever the case is. But for me, it's kind of finding time and allocating the time to the things that matter the most and that give you reward. It does seem as if work-life balance is a unicorn, some sort of mythological creature. 
Dumisani Mbata is an Investec property graduate. What does he compare the concept of work-life balance to? It's like being on a seesaw. You're forever trying to get on the other side to balance this, balance that. It's not a myth. It's an aspiration more than anything else. You can't get a balance because it means you're breaking it down 888, but you try to compensate where you can because some of it requires more time than the rest. A seesaw. I guess you're always caught on one extreme end, constantly trying to get to the middle of that seesaw. Former CEO of General Electric and American business executive Jack Welch believes that there is no such thing as work-life balance. He says that there are work-life choices and you make them and they all have consequences. Catherine Constantinides is a social entrepreneur and activist that shares a similar sentiment to Welch regarding the non-existence and choice-making factor of work-life balance. I don't believe that work-life balance exists in the sense that something always has to give. You have to make a conscious decision every single day as to what you're going to prioritize. What is it that you're going to put your focus and energy into? Because something on every single day will have to give a little bit more than the other. Something's gotta give. So I guess the question here is, well, can you really have it all? Can you find this perfect equilibrium between work and life? Or do we take the advice of Mike and Jonathan and rather focus on work-life integration? Vera Shaba is the founder of Shaba Green Building Design and Engineering. For me, a work-life balance is the ability to not only be focused on one part of who you are as a human being. So it's all about being a multifaceted individual. But how do we get to this? We need to do a lot to move the needle. The question is, does it come from the top down or bottom up? Loretta Hihono is the founder of The Ambition Plan, an online platform for professional women who want to change careers. Let's tap into her thoughts on what to ask first when considering one's work-life integration. I think that's very dependent on the individual because we all have different life styles, circumstances and situations. So I think the first way to define that is what is important to you and actually we should all really be asking ourselves this question what is important to you is it work is it health is it family friends or is it a mix of everything so rewind before we move forward with mike and if work-life balance exists so instead of just thinking about scales that tip on one side or the other in favor of work or life let's rather think about an equation you know um uh, x plus y equals z where x is things i don't really want to do you know plus y is things that i find fulfilling and motivating equals z my my state the state of being the state of happiness that i am pursuing um and i think if we can get that equation right and think about that end goal as the focal point, then that is a surefire way to feel more satisfied and more happy in work and in life. Now, that's totally an equation I think I could get behind. It's about getting it right, though. And let's hope that by the end of this podcast series, you're going to find out how to construct your own equation and get what you need for it to work. So hang with me, Ariel Kelman, again for the next episode in this Ahead of the Curve podcast series, where we'll have conversations around viewing the journey to work-life balance as a jungle gym rather than a ladder. The myth of work-life balance is proudly brought to out-of-the-ordinary people like you by Investec Private Banking.
The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of the firm and should not be taken as advice or recommendation. Investec Specialist Bank, a division of Investec Bank Limited, is a registered credit provider.